Hola amigos, this is Jay from Stuff You Don't Need to Know, and today we're going to talk about one of the latest films that came out, Dora and the Lost City of Gold. Vamanos! Alrighty, so yes, I did go out and see Dora and the Lost City of Gold, and no, I didn't have my daughter with me, I didn't have my nephew, my niece, I went solo to see Dora and the Lost City of Gold. And I'm going to tell you why, and I'm also going to tell you why you should probably check this film out as well. Now, this film just came out, so I'm going to try to go light on the spoilers with it, uh, you know, and not really touch too much on really the overall story. Um, So let's just say that this, this sort of discussion is spoiler light. Okay, so look. Dora the Explorer, I mean, this was a cartoon that it had to come out probably in the early 2000s because my daughter watched it, you know, and that was really around the time she was a little kid. So, here's the thing. My daughter watched it, which meant I watched it. Um, look, it was a cute cartoon. It it was a really kind of good learning tool. Uh, you know, you learn some basic phrases in Spanish. Uh, you learn to sort of like problem solve and puzzles. Uh, and Dora always had a good message to it. You know, if you if you be yourself and you try real hard, uh, good things will happen for you. You know, it's not bad messages to put out there for kids. So the thing is, is uh, about a year or two ago, I remember seeing online Funny or Die started putting up uh, trailers for a live-action Dora the Explorer. Um, they got the actress that plays Alex on Modern Family. Um, she's uh, Phil Dunphy's daughter, the really, really smart one. Um, I don't know the actress's name. I, I, I apologize. But basically, you know, like I said, she starred as Dora, and, you know, they, they kind of did all... Like, what if Dora was a live-action film? So when I heard that there was a live-action Dora film, I immediately thought, oh, somebody probably saw, you know, one of those fake trailers from Funny or Die. No. I mean, they they did it. They went out and did it, and they did a live-action Dora the Explorer. And I'll admit, when the trailer started coming out and I saw it, I was a little bit intrigued. And I think what it is is, look... A lot of this stuff from uh, really like that time period, like like that, the, like the early two thousands. A lot of the kids' stuff. Uh, look, you know, this is the stuff that my daughter grew up on. You know, so and like I said, since she watched it, means that I watched it. And trust me, over the years, I have seen a ton of kid films. Uh, you know, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. That's, you know, a couple hours of my life that I'll never get back watching the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Um, did see the live-action Fat Albert movie, which really actually wasn't that bad. Uh, you know, and, you know, all the Shrek films and, and whatnot. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, you know, this is, this, like I said, this is the stuff that she grew up with. You know, Blue's Clues and Dora the Explorer, uh, you know, over on the Disney Channel. Uh, when she was younger, she would watch stuff like Bear in the Big Blue House, um... There was a show called Stanley, which taught kids about animals. It was actually a very good show because Stanley just didn't look at, like, cows and dogs and things. He, Stanley, could tell you the difference between an antelope and a gazelle. So when my daughter was about four years old, she was explaining to her her dentist, you know, we were taking her to, like, a pediatric dentist. She was explaining to her dentist the difference between an antelope and a gazelle. So, you know what? Kid shows around that time were pretty good. You know, they were they were well put together. They had really, really good messages. And you know what? Look, 
if you think about it, it's really, really smart to make a movie like this. Because first of all, for kids that, I mean, I don't know if Dora is still on nowadays, you know. If it is, you know, if there's new shows or there's reruns, and I think there's like a show, I think it's called um, Dora the Explorer, Lost in the Big City, or something like that, which is sort of like Dora as a teenager uh, with a group of friends and, and whatnot. I mean, I think Dora's still out there because when I went to the theater, there was a family that came in there and they had real little kids. So I'm like, okay, you know obviously Dora is still around nowadays, you know, again, in reruns, I don't know if she's doing new shows, whatever, um, you know, and then I saw, uh, you know, adults that were my age, they didn't have any kids with them or anything, but they were my age, so clearly, they were there for the same reason that I was there, you know what, our kids grew up with it, which meant that we kind of, you know, grew up with it in a way, so there's like a little bit of a nostalgia factor there, so like I said, it's really smart for them to make a film like this because kids are going to go see it. You're going to get the 20-somethings, like my daughter, who grew up with Dora, and, you know, they're going to want to see it. And then you're going to get the parents of those 20-somethings that, you know, also watched it when their kids did. So there's kind of that curiosity factor there. And let me tell you, Dora and the Lost City of Gold does a great job of really appealing to all the audience, you know, if they're six or, or, or above, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, there's a lot of sort of like quote unquote kid jokes in there that, you know, the kids love it. I mean, there is a a bit of an extended scene. Uh, it's kind of like a running gag about poop. Um, so, you know, listen, I mean, you know, I hear the word poop. I still laugh, but you know, kids hear the word poop. They laugh, you know, Dora sings a song about pooping. Um, you know, there's that. Uh, and then there's the stuff that, you know, teenagers and stuff might get. Um, there's actually sort of like, there's a scene where, um, Dora Diego, uh, and a guy named Alejandro, um, they kind of, uh, you know, are exploring the jungle and there's a plant that kind of sprays them with like these spores. So it's sort of like a a drug reference kind of a thing. And it kind of goes back, uh, things get a little kind of cartoony in more ways than one. So, you know, some of the 20 somethings and teenagers and even the adults can get it. And there's like some adult jokes in there as well. And there's a really, really good appeal. And let me tell you, the cast they got for this is really, really good. So we have a young lady by the name of Isabella Moner, uh, and I really hope I pronounced her name right because it is the last name is spelled M-O-N-E-R, so I don't know if there's uh, a different pronunciation for it. Uh, she plays Dora, and um, she kind of looked familiar. I looked her up. She was in um, she was in Transformer uh, the last night. Um, <clears throat> I guess she was like the kid. I think she kind of... She's the one that finds Mark Wahlberg, and she's she's going to fight, and this and that. I, I mean, like, when I saw it, I was like, oh, I guess she was that kid in last night. I don't really, I don't really remember her very much, but um, I will say this. She does great in this film, and she, she does a great job playing Dora. I mean, because, I mean, she really, she really looks like Dora, uh, you know, if Dora grows up, because uh, in here... Uh, the film starts with a very young Dora and Diego, and they're in the jungle, and here's the thing. You're going to kind of wonder, is it going to be like the show? You know, how are they going to incorporate some of this stuff? Like, you know, if you ever watch the show growing up, uh, how are they going to have boots? How are they going to have backpack and map? And what we see in the beginning is it's sort of like Dora and Diego's, like, um, pretend playtime. What it is 
is Dora's parents, uh, who are played by Michael Pena and Ava Longoria, and they do a great job here. Um, you know, they're Dora's parents, they're professors, they are explorers, and there's a nice little scene where they explain to Dora the difference between a treasure hunter and an explorer, because they talk about... Um, this lost Incan city of gold. And, you know, one of the things that young Dora says is like, wow, imagine all that gold. And Michael Pena goes on this very animated discussion about the difference between, you know, finding treasure and finding something, you know, that has never been seen before for, for educational purposes and just the thrill of discovery. And it's actually, it's very, very funny, but it does have a good message in it. And so what we see is sort of like, like the Dora TV show, it's almost sort of like it's Dora's sort of like fantasy life in a way. Um, because like we see that, you know, Boots is a real monkey. He doesn't talk. And even though she tries to put Boots on him, uh, you know, he, he doesn't want Boots. Um, you know, she has her backpack and she has her map, which is just a rolled up piece of paper. But to her, they're the things that you saw in the cartoon show, a talking backpack and a, a map that could point her anywhere. Um, we'll get back to Swiper in a minute because that, that kind of comes up... It, it takes a really weird turn. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but like I said, you know, this really seems to be sort of like Dora's fantasy life because after Diego and Dora de- get done playing, uh, they sit down for lunch or dinner and, uh, you know, Ava Longoria serves it to them and they say, Delicioso! And Dora turns to the camera and says, Can you say Delicioso? And Michael Pena is looking around like, Who's she talking to? And it's sort of like, Eh, she'll grow out of it. Um she doesn't really grow out of it it's it's kind of unusual and it's something that you really have to see sort of like how dora is as a teenager and sort of like this concept of you know trying to educate people uh almost like as if she wanted to have a show called dora the explorer where she shows people the joys of exploring and and the the thrill of the jungle and teaches them lessons um so really what we get is is at a young age uh, you know, Diego has to go back to the city. Uh, eventually, when Dora becomes a teenager, her parents uh, are on the verge of discovering the lost city of gold. Um, so they send Dora off to the big city to live with Diego. And the thing is, is clearly 10 years have passed. Diego is very citified now. And Dora, of course, is going to be true to herself. And that's the thing is, like I said, there's really, really good messages in there. Um, you know, Dora at one point sort of contemplates the fact that, yes, she is in the city. There's a lot more people around. There's a lot more kids her age, but she feels more alone there than she did when she was in the jungle by herself. Um, there's another sort of thing about fitting in. And here's the one thing, here was something that was really, really nice. And again, this is like, you know, if, you know, you were of the age where you grew up with this show or you were a parent that watched this show. Um, I don't know if this character was there in the beginning. I think it, she was kind of added later on, but uh, Dora has an, uh, she has an abuelita, uh, a grandma, and they have, she's there. When she visits Diego or she stays with Diego, uh, abuelita is there, uh, and the actress, they got to play her and they dress her up. I mean, she looks just like, uh, you know, abuelita in the cartoon show. 
Uh, she gives Dora some good advice, um, you know, and Dora, you know, God bless her. You know, one of the things that her parents instill to her is always be true to yourself. And that's the one of the things that she does is, you know, she's experiencing high school as sort of like this wide eyed, you know, really sort of mystified girl who's I don't want to say led a sheltered life. But, you know, she she grew up in the jungle. So a lot of these new and flashy things that she sees in the city and all these people, it's very new to her. But instead of conforming to it like Diego did, you know, she's really, you know, I have to be true to myself. And it's really, really good. And, you know, the thing is, is, um, you know half of the movie is sort of like life lessons, fish out of water sort of thing with Dora coming to the big city but then we sort of reverse it all where Dora and some of her quote unquote friends, uh, you know kids that kind of get stuck with her plus Diego, uh, end up back in the jungle and now they're sort of the fish out of water and Dora's in her element and there's still some great life lessons in there and it's a lot of fun Um, this is almost Dora the Explorer you know, if, if somebody really wanted to do it could almost kind of become like a kid version of Indiana Jones in a way, um, but really imparting some pretty good life lessons. And like I said, this film was a lot of fun. Um, we get we get Swiper. Swiper is here. So the thing is, is is when they unveil Swiper, um, it is a fox with a mask and gloves and boots that talks and likes to swipe stuff. And everybody seems to be okay with it. At first I thought, oh, this is Dora sort of imagining it. But one of her friends says, you know, what was that fox with the mask? You know, who's he hiding his identity from? All foxes look alike. Um, so clearly everybody can see Swiper. Um, we do get we do get in some point in the film where Boots talks. Uh, is Dora hallucinating? Or is Boots really a highly sentient monkey that, when the time is right, you know, reveals himself to Dora and talks? And of course, the voice of Boots, Danny Trejo, Machete himself. And the little message that he imparts to Dora is excellent. And, and you know, you kind of get this gravelly-voiced tough guy to, deliver, to deliver a very sensitive and, and, and caring message. It's perfect. Like I said, top to bottom, this is a really, really fun film. In a summertime that really, to me, had a lot more misses than hits, you know, this really wasn't a great, at least for me, wasn't a great summer for movies. This was kind of a fun way to end the summer. Is it the best film out there? No, absolutely not, but it's the type of film I wouldn't mind paying money to see. Um, kind of like I said really more for the nostalgia factor uh am I gonna see it again I mean probably not um it was a very very good film uh it definitely captured my attention it kind of made me think back to the times when I would with my daughter watch you know she would watch Dora the Explorer and I would kind of watch it and watch her watching it and everything um so there is sort of like that nostalgia appeal to it and I think overall it's a lot of fun like I said Isabella uh Moner does a great job as Dora uh you Eugenio, uh, excuse me, Eugenio Derbez, uh, he plays Alejandro, who is one, he's like the main villain in it, um, you know, he's, I've seen him in some other films, he, he, he looks very, very familiar, he almost kind of looks like a bearded, skinnier George Lopez, and he almost kind of has the same kind of humor in it, he's very, very funny here, and like I said, Michael Peña and Ava Longoria as, as Dora's parents, um, it's great because if you know if you're watching 
Dora the you know Dora in the in the Lost City of Gold, and you kind of saw the trailer where Michael Pena talks about the evils of, of rave clubs and everything. You think he's going to be Luis, you know, from Ant Man? No, he's not. Um, you know, he's he's great as Cole, who is Dora's father. Uh, Ava Longoria is great as Elena. Um, they're not. <coughs> excuse me. They're not just there to kind of fill in the spaces and fill in the gaps. You really see in their characters that the lessons that they taught Dora are things that they live themselves. So it's really nice. Instead of just having, hey, let's get two kind of sort of recognizable uh, Latino actors and just stick them in there and be Dora's parents and, and, and that's it. Um, no, no, it's it's a lot more than that. Uh, there is a scene in The Lost City of Gold where uh, an Incan uh, priestess or goddess sort of appears and it looks like they got, you know, a, a an actress who is probably of Incan descent or Mayan descent. Uh, she really has that very distinct look, which was very, very nice. Uh, that's something I really liked about this film. There was absolutely no whitewashing in this film at all. Um, a majority of the actors are Hispanic. Uh, they're all great actors and actresses. And like I said, it was... it was, But it wasn't sort of like pushing like, this is a Latino film. No, it's Dora the Explorer. It's fun. And it's like, it kind of shows that, look... You could have a film, albeit a kid's film, but you could have a film with a major, you know, a mostly Latino cast, but it's not about something specific to the Latino culture or community. It's just a very fun film to have. I mean, Dora the Explorer very easily, you know, could have been, you know, the child, you know, could have could have been a kids show where you know the character Dora and of course if they changed the ethnicity would probably have a different name you know you know the the explorer character could have been uh you know black or asian or or something like that you know it's just you know the show was what it was and this film is what it was and it's a lot of fun a little bit of trivia i don't know if people know this the reason she is called dora the explorer they don't touch on this in the film at all uh this is something that i learned um when my daughter used to watch it somebody said is the reason um you know her name is dora and the show of course is called dora the explorer is because in spanish a female explorer explorer sorry is an exploradora so she is dora the explorer just a little trivia there. Guys, thanks for listening. Uh, I hope I kind of inspired you to go out. Uh, be brave. You know, don't be don't be shy. Don't be shy if you don't have any kids or nieces or nephews. Go see Dora the Explorer. Like I said, there was a family there with their kids, but everybody else in there were pretty much, <laughs> they were adults. And they were probably adults, like I said, their kids grew up with it. And there's that bit of nostalgia there. So don't be ashamed. Just head on out and watch it. Uh, August is going to be wrapping up this week and next week is September, which means it's listener request month. I am still taking requests. I've gotten some great requests. Uh, I want to try to pool a lot of them together and kind of pick some of the really good ones. So you still have a chance to, uh, leave me a message on Instagram or, or whatnot, uh, just to kind of give me a pick, like what film TV show, you guys know the stuff that I talk about here. You know, what is something that you've always wanted me to discuss? Um, if I pick it and discuss it, I, of course, will give you a shout out and, uh, you know, tell people who you are. Alrighty. So this is Jay signing off. Vamanos.